Weekly Signals, every Tuesday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Join me, Mike Casper, and Nathan Callahan for the best in reality-based radio. That's Weekly Signals. Check out the website at weeklysignals.com. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. Good evening. You're listening to KUCI at 88.9 FM in Irvine and online at KUCI.org. Welcome to Privacy Piracy. I'm Lloyd. I'm the show's engineer, and your host is Mari Frank. Mari's a local attorney and certified information privacy professional. She's the author of several books, including Safeguard Your Identity and From Victim to Victor, a step-by-step guide for ending the nightmare of identity theft. She sits as an advisor to the State of California Office of Privacy Protection, and she's a sheriff reserve here in Orange County. She's testified many times in Congress and the California Legislature on privacy and identity theft issues, and you may have seen her on TV on Dateline, 48 Hours, NBC, ABC, CNN, O'Reilly, Geraldo, Montel, a lot of other shows. And uh, she did her own 90-minute PBS special last year called Protecting Yourself in the Information Age. To learn more about this radio show and our great guests, please visit KUCI.org slash privacy piracy. Good evening, Mari. Welcome to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. You are listening to Privacy Piracy. We are having a field interview at the Irvine Hilton at the Data Protection Summit, and we're in this exhibit hall. And right now, I am speaking with Tom Fedro, and he is with Farstone, Optimizing System Recovery and Performance. So, Tom, tell us, what is the problem that you resolve? Well, in a nutshell, what we do at Farstone is provide instant and painless recovery from PC and network problems. So, what does that mean? Yes, what does that mean? Whenever you have a problem with a virus getting past your defenses, or you install a new piece of software and your computer just explodes, it doesn't work anymore, or your son downloads something from MySpace and all of a sudden this computer's going so slow it's like molasses. We're able to take you back to an hour ago or a day ago or yesterday. It's like a time machine for your computer. Wow. Okay, so it's instant recovery and it's for the non-technical user. Hmm. People like myself or my mom who could get on and with three keystrokes recover her system. That's in essence what we do here at Farston. And how long does that take? It takes about 30 seconds to a minute. Whereas with alternative solutions, where you have to rebuild your entire operating system, Microsoft Windows, and then you have to bring your data from CDs or from an uh, external disk drive can right. take hours drive, yeah. or days. And most people, if they don't have a, a real smart neighbor or their son can't do it for them, they're going to take it down to a Best Buy and spend $400 to get their system right. back and working. wait three weeks. Exactly right. Yeah. So we provide a... Uh, a product here that allows them to do it themselves very quickly, very easily, with no pain. Now, yeah. it's really user-friendly, like somebody like me who's not a high-techie person? Absolutely. I wish if we were on TV, you could see the screen right here. There's okay, only four little buttons yeah, talk that me we touch this. on. Yeah. Uh, we can create, restore point here, point. Okay. or you back up your files, files, or you back up drives. 
or you can clone your drive. Those are the four functions in our drive clone product here that we're showing today. And uh, it's really easy, it's like a snapshot. So if you look at uh, how you use your system, everything's working today, tomorrow you wake up, something's wrong. You get a blue screen where you know Windows just cor is corrupted, you don't know why. You're able to take it back to yesterday when everything worked with the three keystrokes, even when the operating system doesn't So, uh, Tom, operate. you have to put this on like when you first get your computer, right? You can't put it on after the problem, can you? That's right. It's, uh, it's kind of an insurance policy. Right. You, you want it on there before. And the way, Farstone, the way we do our business is primarily through uh, what we call original equipment manufacturers, OEMs, people like AOL or uh, Trend Micro or Intel. These are all customers of ours who take our technology that I've been describing oh, you partner with them. and it include it in their systems. In fact, one of the people, other folks that you'll probably interview is Seagate. Right. And they uh, actually ship our product with their high-end disk drives, their USB drives. Hmm. So that's how we sell our product. Farstone is not all that well known out in the industry because... Now can you buy that uh, in a box sure. online or something or in a computer store? We sell uh, online yeah. at www.farstone.com where you right. can just go and buy it and download it. Right. Uh, and other than that, we primarily sell it through partnering, partnering situations like uh, when it's bundled with the Seagate drive or with uh, an antivirus product or a security product of somebody else's. They take this very incredible technology yeah. and in include it in their solution. Right. Now, if, if I have a problem when I'm doing it, do you have uh, tech support for this kind of thing too? Oh, absolutely, yeah. We've got uh, tech support online and then by phone. But that's the, the beauty of our product is it's so easy to use with three keystrokes. It's, it's, uh, it's for the non-technical user. So, okay, our, so our, let's say I wake up in the morning and somehow everything is like really slowed down. Okay? Yes. And it seems like forever for my outlook to open. Right. That happens okay. a lot. So, so what, what does that mean? What do I do so I don't have to go and spend you know, $100 an hour to get somebody to help Right. Me. Well, I that, already have this on my machine. Yeah. That's a typical scenario where what happened, you have no idea. And most people don't. And instead of going through a huge diagnostic process with a support person from Dell or from your ISP, right. you're simply able to use our product to go back in time. You pick a, a restore point from yesterday or the day before or a week ago. It was working fine yesterday. Yeah. So you pick that restore point and click OK and you're done. Let me do that. So here I go. Okay, let's see. This, so do this for me. Show me. Yeah, let's see. If I right got now it. I'm looking at the computer. They have this box up here, and it says restore point. Whoop, and now he's start. he's looking quick start. And it says. It could drive, be. I. Drive it always happens. Always happens in the demo. My uh, <laughs> my technical guy here is. Uh, okay. Is has been doing a demos that I'm jumping right in his heel. So return okay. to a system restore point. So we hit click. Uh, restore, return oh, to a restore point. The calendar came up. Yeah. And then so uh, yesterday. we pick a schedule restore point. So that's uh, three three keystrokes. Right. And now we restore the system. That's it. Wow. Now what happens with that? Let's say it was a spyware or some virus. Then I would immediately run my, my uh, virus scan or what do I do next to make sure that it doesn't reinfect? Right. That's exactly right. You would go back in time to a point where it wasn't there, so it doesn't, it no longer exists on your computer, right? Because we, we are basically keeping snapshots, boom, and so the virus comes in, you're going to go back before it came in. 
So wow. it's gone forever, okay? Oh, so I don't have to then do... Uh, no virus scan, because do... virus scans, how long do they take? They can take right. hours, right. you know, forever. So that's the thing. We go back to oh, our... it's like, you, completely it is a time gone. machine. It's a time machine for your computer. Exactly right. Oh, great. Yeah, and, that's, and it's for the non-technical user. It's called Drive Clone, and uh, we've got millions and millions of licenses already out in place. It's now available uh, on Vista. So uh, we're very excited about it. Actually, and that's, it, it partners with Vista because I'm getting Vista. I bought a new computer and I have to upgrade. You bet. Yeah, you. this will work fine with Vista. Okay. You know? So it will come with Vista embedded in it? No, no, no. no, no this no. is a, It's a separate product okay, that so you would buy. It works with Vista. Compatible. It's compatible with Vista. Okay. You know, XP, uh, you know, all the Microsoft products. We even yeah. have a version for Linux. Yeah. So it's... Uh, a very comprehensive solution. We also. What if you have a small business, you can do the same thing with a small, medium sized business. Exactly. Well. What we've been talking about is primarily for the desktop user. Right, right. And then we have a version now for the server, oh. which essentially does the same thing. Where wow. your server goes down, your business is dead. Right. We're able to bring you back instantly from those kind of crashes. Right. And you probably already use a backup anyway if you're a business. You have a exactly. Backup for anything that you did. Maybe since the, the thing came out. Exactly right. You have the backup, but remember that takes a long time. So what we're well, offering right now, now we want to use oh, the thing. Bring okay. it back. So that's what we do. So we got a server version. Very neat. And we just came out with a uh, a version for system builders, which are the actual computer manufacturers would include it when the box ships. Like so, when you get your your system at home, it's already on there. Yeah. So we've got some folks already doing that. So let me ask you a question. So it, do you have to run it, or does it is it sitting in the back? You don't. Once you put it on, you don't have to do anything to activate it. It's already activated, and then it's somewhere like when you pull up start, it's there. Exactly. So I don't it, I don't have to worry about it being there until I've got a problem. You're is that right? Perfect. Perfect line of questioning. Yes, that's the key. Is because backup and restore this kind of product. It's kind of like flossing. Everybody knows they need to do it, mm -hmm. but they don't. This is a product that is what we call a set it a and no forget brainer. it. Install it. It goes to work. It has default settings, so it does a snapshot every day. Interesting. And you'll never even know it's there. Until you need it. Until you need it. And you don't have to do anything to test that it's going to work. Like when I do a backup of my system, my computer guy comes and tests it, you know, for sure. my business. You don't have to test it? No, you can do it. Like, like right now, we could do that, you know, just by restoring the computer. We could do that right now, right this, wow. right this second. You can do it anytime you want. But it's really more as an insurance policy against these issues we've talked about. So is it like backing up? Is that what it's really doing? I mean, what's the, the intelligence of it? Yeah, it's backing up your system every day? You bet. That's it's uh, you know when you take it down to the next level of detail, it's a continuous data pro uh, protection CDP architecture. We're watching every minute change to your hard drive at wow. this what's called a sector level. So it's not at a file level; it's at a sector level. Any change at all, we're recording that. And when you do the snapshot, which is automatic every day, or if you want, it could be every hour or every two hours. But it, any cadence that it's on, it creates that snapshot stores it in a protected area on this system, on the hard drive itself, so that Windows can't get to it, the user can't get to it, a virus can't get to it. It's completely safe. If there's any ever a problem, you can go back to that snapshot. So it's seconds. like it's, it's immune to all the bad things that can come in, the exactly. spyware, the Trojan. Let me ask you another question. Let's Okay, so it's good for a virus, a Trojan, a spyware. Is it good if there's a crash? Yes. If there's a hard drive crash where you just have a smoking hard disk here, yeah. the uh, 
what we what we prompt you to do is to have a complete backup, which this product does. It takes a complete image of this hard drive yeah. and puts it on an external drive, like a USB drive, okay. or online backup, where. Yeah, I'm a little worried about that for privacy exactly. reasons. Yeah. Exactly. So that, that yeah. we just give you options. We believe that that will be a trend that will take off now that security is getting so much better and it's becoming much more affordable. But we offer but can, all okay, the like options. I have a hard drive backup. Right. So you just put a complete backup of this system on that USB, on that hard drive okay, backup. Okay, so when I back up, this will also back up onto my backup. Exactly. So all I need to do is have that I see. So if I have a crash, it so works if you, too. So if you, if you have to crash, if this thing crashes, you've got a complete backup on right, this. Right, Replace this and drive. And backs up Boom. every day. Boom. Cool. Yeah. That's really neat. Yeah, it's really cool. It's yeah. really neat. And it's easy to use. Yeah. It's very economical. And it's available today. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you. And wait Absolutely. a minute. Give us your website. Yeah. Well, okay. Website is www.farstone.com. Dot com F A R S T O N E dot com. And you are Tom Fedro, your EVP of Sales and Marketing Operations. Yes, and I thank you so much. And you're right here in Irvine. Right here. Local oh, company. So if I have store. a problem, I know to come and get you. There you go. Not okay, a problem. Okay, very good. You thank know, you. we're at the campus at the University of California, Irvine. Perfect. All we'll right. Come by. Okay, very good. Thank you so Thanks much, Tom. Okay, now we moved over to another booth here. It's called WebSense. It says, We find them. Before they find you. And we are speaking with David Meisnick, who is marketing manager, EBO at WebSense in San Diego. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank Tell you. us, what is WebSense? So WebSense is a uh, content filtering security company. Traditionally, we've been in the content filtering space and have recently branched out into the data leakage space or information leak prevention space. Uh, and so what that is, is um, whereas uh, our core set of products prevent from external threats to stop spyware and hacking tools and things like that, web security threats, our new information leak prevention solution uh, acquired from Port Authority Technologies allows us to stop and uh, enforce policies around data leaking from the network, which is a growing problem for organizations out there. So, what do you mean by data leaking? That's not a, that's not really a uh, hacker, or is it? Or is what what does that include? Data leaking. Well, it could be in many cases a hacker, but actually, eighty to ninety percent of all leaks are actually unintentional leaks. And what we mean by data leaking is, say, uh, a bank, for example, a customer service representative having access to uh, customer information, sending that out, that customer's social security number and or birth date or address or account numbers out by accident in an email or in an instant message conversation or perhaps printing out a document uh, to a local printer that has confidential information and forgetting that he or she printed that and leaving it there and a janitor or whomever picks it up and then uses it for malicious purposes and right. violates regulatory compliance, customer Maybe confidentiality. Maybe identity theft. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So how does your how do they do that? How does WebSense do that? How do they keep the leak from going out? Sure. Well, you know, it's it's kind of a three-step process. The first thing you want to do is have a tool like WebSense that can discover where the data is on the network because let's face it, data comes in many different forms. You have data that's in databases and then you pull it out of databases, you put it in Word documents, PowerPoint files, Excel documents. So you want to find where that data is on your network, who's got it, and what they're doing with it. 
And then what you want to do is you want to. So wait a minute. So how do you do that? That, do, that sounds. That could be crazy because like some people have laptops. Absolutely. They have things on PDAs. Uh-huh. They have USB little plugs. Right. They may have transferred it to a vendor or outsource company. I mean, how do you find all that? Well, it's a great question. In fact, 30% of all leaks are actually from outsourced trusted partners. But what we do is we have an agentless um, automated discovery tool that goes around and fingerprints the data without putting an agent on the endpoint or the, the host uh, or the, the endpoint at all. And what you can do with that is find all that data out there, aggregate it, um, fingerprint it, which is what we call our fingerprinting technology or precise ID, so that as that information goes out over the wire, whether it's over email or um, uh, the web, um, when it's going internally or externally out of the organization, we fingerprint it again, and if the two fingerprints match up, the one we took of the data the first time around, and then as it's going over the wire, if they match up, then we enforce whatever policy an administrator is set. So that policy may be to encrypt that information, to block it, to quarantine it until a manager approves it. And the idea is that you set your data leakage policies around your existing business processes. Okay, so let me ask you something. Do you fingerprint it when you collect it? Is that That's probably the best place to do it, right? Right. But what if I'm a company that says, you know, I want to do it now and I've got my stuff all over the place. You can go out and find it even when you've been in business several years and you don't know where it is? Absolutely. And so you can set automated scanning so that not only do you do an initial scan of all the data on the network on, say, the first day of the month, but maybe every two days it does a new scan or every time a new file is created, it automatically scans it and fingerprints it, accessing all databases, all file repositories and, and the like. So how does it know to fingerprint it as sensitive or non-sensitive? How, how does it have that intelligence? Well, there's a lot of uh, complex algorithms that go in. There's some 27 patents, I think is the number. Wow, yes, yeah, so I'm not uh, telling you to technology. give away any patents. Right, right. <laughs> but, but it does it. You know, but basically, generally. It huh? does it a variety of different methods, and how it classifies it, it is into a variety of different uh, categories. So you might be a company that has uh, regulatory requirements under GLBA right. or SOX or other regulations, and with an easy check of a button, you can search out there for that data and monitor it to see if any violations have occurred with that information, where it is, and then set enforcement policies around that data to say, hey, no social security numbers can go outside of my organization or uh, only HR has access to employee records, or even down to, uh, it's not just about confidential information like customer information anymore, it's also about intellectual property. Right. So a lot of organizations like pharmaceutical companies, patents, patents exactly, are trying to set policies around that, and we can fingerprint that data too, so that you can set policies around that. So in other words, when you mean fingerprint, it's mean you have, you have it identified as a certain type of information that can only be accessed in a certain way or sent out in a certain way, that's exactly and when it. when this, I'm just trying to see if I understand it. Yeah, yeah. And then when then when it's trying to be sent out, then it matches. If it matches, it doesn't let it go out. Or or it may quarantine it or encrypt it automatically. Oh. But absolutely, that's that's exactly how it works. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't just look at the document. It looks at the content in the document. So we call it content aware technology because. So it's intelligent. That's exactly right. So if you manipulate that content copy, paste it into something else, it'll still it'll catch still it. will still find it. Right. That's amazing. So this is for small businesses, large businesses? Well, this what is an is emerging it? technology, and, and most uh, adopters of this are large organizations, particularly okay. in the finance sectors, retail, yeah, manufacturing. Sure. Anybody who has to be subjected to the Gramm-Leach-Bliley Act. Right. So financial institutions. Right. Yeah. So it's really about three things. It's about compliance, 
It's about customer information, especially for banks, organizations, low switching costs. Right. And then it's also about intellectual property. Interesting. What other products do you have that meet technology? So we have content uh, filtering and security technology, which allows for protection against external threats, so spyware and the like. Now we do that differently from traditional solutions like antivirus, whereas antivirus waits for a threat to propagate on the web, a few customers get infected, they get a sample of that, they produce a signature and they push it out, a longer term process. What we do is we search over uh, 600 million sites a, uh, a day for malicious code and threats on them, websites out there, because over 80% of threats that occur out in the web are web-based, so spyware on being hosted on a site, when you go to that site you get infected. So what we do when we say we find them... So you kind of crawl them, out there and look for it before it comes to you? You got it, which is our kind of our company tagline. We find them before they find you. Oh, yeah, that's we why you say the, that. I was yeah. going to ask you about that. We find the threats out there before they find the customers. Oh. And then what we do is we set policies around saying that your users can't go to those sites. So they can't get infected in the first, first place. So there's so, no So what if somebody tries to go out there, or what, what does it do? It just blocks them from going out there? So if you type in a URL, say you type in CNN, okay. there's nothing wrong with going into CNN.com, uh, it'll, it'll let you go. But should CNN become infected with a piece of spyware that'll maliciously load on your machine at the instant you go there, we'll discover that. Uh, we're often first to discover that. And with our threat security technology, we'll prevent people from even going to that site. So you'll get a block page saying,